Good morning. When the 4th of July falls on a Wednesday, you kind of have to celebrate all week. So, let's talk fireworks. In fact, let's talk about the people putting them up there. For Thursday, the 5th of July, it's your loud now morning minute. One Take Studios presents a free dance party for the whole family Saturday, July 14th. Located in Sterling at 22135 Davis Drive, Suite 108, Sterling, Virginia. Come dance the evening away with DJ Jinzik and have a good time with family and friends. Remember, this is a free event with free parking. It's at One Take Studios in Sterling, Saturday, July 14th. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. You might not know the name Scott Donahue, but you've probably seen his work. In fact, it's pretty hard to miss. Donahue is an event producer with East Coast Pyrotechnics, which puts on some of the biggest fireworks shows in Loudoun. They put on the shows in Sterling, Lovettsville, Willowsford, South Riding, Leesburg, Franklin Park, and Ashburn Village. Donahue's crew personally set up the shows in Sterling, South Riding, Leesburg, and Ashburn. On Tuesday, I spoke to him on the driving range at the South Riding Golf Club, setting up the fireworks show that night. It's an all-day job. They get their first thing in the morning to get set up, and of course the fire marshal has to check all their work before they can actually load the shells. Then, if all goes well, hours of waiting until the show. We like to get out here early just to make sure if something is wrong, we can fix it and not have to be rushed around come showtime, because the more you rush around, the more time a chance of something you know yeah. you're not thinking clearly yeah. you know on the safety side of it and stuff so if we got nine hours to wait around we're okay mm -hmm. with that loading pounds of explosives into mortars is a dangerous job if you're not paying attention to what you're doing and donahue has learned a lot in his 20 plus years it's a loaded gun basically uh -huh. i mean uh with the power these things have you can put a piece of plywood over that right there and it shoots right through uh -huh. you know so uh you, you don't try to put your head over the mortar it's like sticking your head in front of a gun and the work is also a responsibility the team has been trained by the american pyrotechnics association and has to pass a test from the state fire marshal's office there's constant security at the company's main storage facility all the way in locust grove a five-hour round trip away and once the mortars are loaded with shells, somebody has to be on site at all times to keep an eye on them. Donahue has been working on fireworks since he was 16 years old. This fireworks company was uh, probably 10 miles from my house. Uh -huh. But uh, when I was in high school, before a lot of regulations and stuff like that, a lot of the coaches uh, would uh, like shoot and all that since they have summers off. Yeah. So uh, one of my coaches uh, took me on a show when I was 16 and uh, just kind of been doing it since. These days, of course, things are a bit different. He and his crew are at least 100 feet away. The shows he puts on are electronically controlled and synced up to music. While the show's going, he's watching a computer monitor and holding a dead man switch. If he lets go of that switch at any point, the show stops entirely. The rest of the crew is watching for shells that launch but don't detonate so they can find them later and soak them down with water. After the show, those get taken back to the storage facility to be disposed of or handed over to bomb squads for training. And then it's on to the next job. When we think fireworks, we mostly think 4th of July, but East Coast Pyrotechnics puts on shows for spring and fall festivals, Memorial Day, numerous minor league baseball teams, and the Atlanta Braves. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story.
In other news, the town of Percival has ordered a farmer to stop work on a crop he's already put $84,000 into. Backing up a bit, some time ago the town of Percival started to look at turning a part of the 189-acre Aberdeen property into a hops yard. It's on Short Hill Mountain, north of town, and the town council is looking at it as a way to bring in some revenues. But it turns out someone is already growing on that property. Town manager David Mikarski informed the town council last week that Chris Tranchatella of Tranco Farms has been planting corn on up to 98 acres of the property since 2011, for which he has been paying the town $25 per acre. Mikarski said he only recently found out about the deal. According to him, Tranchatella's written contract with the town ended in 2016 and was verbally renewed with, here's a familiar name, former public works director and former interim town manager Alex Venegas each year after that. And although Tranchatella has already spent $32,000 on herbicides to prepare 120 acres for $52,000 worth of planting this year, Mikarski has ordered him to cease and desist. He said that contract is not valid and that contracts are extended in writing, not verbally. Now let's get into something kind of complicated. The town financed its purchase of both the Aberdeen property and the Fireman's Field Complex, you know, the baseball field, with tax-exempt bonds, but under IRS rules, that limited how much rental revenue they could bring in from those properties. So, when they pushed rent up on the Percival Teen Center at the Bush Tabernacle, which is over at Fireman's Field, it pushed the town over that threshold for rental revenue and they could no longer take rent payments from Tranchatella. So instead of paying rent, Tranco Farms has mowed the area. With that work, McCarsky said the town has probably seen a financial gain of more than $3,000 over the original contract. Since that time, the town has refinanced, which got it out of the IRS restrictions, but Tranchatella's farming could get in the way of the town's idea to turn 10 acres of that Aberdeen property into a hops farm. Mikarski said he'll discuss things further with Tranchatella before bringing more information to the town council on July 10th. John Whitbeck, an attorney living in Lansdowne, has resigned as chairman of the Republican Party of Virginia. He was vague about the reason in his announcement. According to news reports, at a meeting of the party's governing board, he said other political opportunities have arisen that he's thinking about pursuing. He declined our request for comment. Many believe this shakeup at the top of the state GOP, which has seen some other changes, was caused by Corey Stewart winning the Republican nomination for Senate. Since he won the nomination, Kevin Gentry, vice president of the Charles G. Koch Charitable Foundation, left his position on the executive committee of the party's governing board, and David C. Reynolds stepped down as chairman of the Richmond GOP. Some Republican donors and voters have vowed to support Stewart's Democratic opponent, incumbent Senator Tim Kaine. Stewart, chairman of the Prince William County Board of Supervisors, won over far-right voters with his outspoken support of gun rights, preserving Confederate memorials, and reducing the immigrant population. Stewart was the Virginia state chairman of Donald J. Trump's 2016 presidential campaign, and in October 2016, the Trump campaign fired him after he participated in an unsanctioned protest against the Republican National Committee. After Whitbeck's resignation, Stewart issued a statement saying, When selecting the new chairman, party leadership should choose a strong leader who will fight for President Trump and his America First agenda. Whitbeck has served as the state party chairman since 2015. Prior to that, he served as chairman of the 10th Congressional District Republican Committee. He's run for two state elected offices. In the 2013 special election to succeed Democrat Mark Herring in the 33rd District of the Virginia Senate, he lost to Democrat Jennifer Wexton. And in 2011, he ran for the 10th District House of Delegates seat and lost in the Republican primary to Randy Menchu. In other resignation news, Tom Kihas has resigned his position as executive director of the Waterford Foundation. 
The foundation's board of directors said in a statement that Quijas arrived on the job at a critical time in 2015 and helped to put the organization on a more solid footing. In their words, he was instrumental in securing a life-saving grant from the Loudoun County Board of Supervisors after the cancellation of the 2015 Waterford Fair. Tom also worked to develop new initiatives, including the Waterford Craft School and the September 2017 African American Heritage Day. They also said he's put the foundation on track for a more stable future. Stephanie Thompson has been appointed the interim executive director. She resigned her position as board president, a role that will be filled by vice president Joe Good. And Monday evening, elected representatives, faith community leaders, and concerned parents gathered together at Leesburg United Methodist Church to preach love and unity and sing songs of praise during a Families Belong Together prayer vigil. The vigil was organized by members of the Loudoun Interfaith Community in response to migrant children being separated from their families at the southern U.S. border. Among those participating were Loudoun County Chairwoman Phyllis Randall, Leesburg District County Supervisor Kristen Umstadt, All Dulles Area Muslim Society Board Member Rizwan Jaka, Leesburg Town Council Member Ron Campbell, and Pastor Michelle C. Thomas of Holy and Whole Life-Changing Ministries International. After exchanging prayers and personal accounts of people's experiences with immigration, the crowd gathered together outside the church to march on West Market Street and rallied together along the fence outside the courthouse and sang, This Little Light of Mine. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. While you're there, check out our photo gallery of the 4th of July around Loudon. It's all at loudonnow.com. On today's calendar, if you're still feeling like some fireworks, there are still fireworks planned for tonight at Ashburn Village. And the Eat Loco Food Truck Rally is today from 5 to 8 p.m. at Brambleton Town Center. Pack up the kids, bring your favorite picnic blanket, and come relax in Legacy Park with music, neighbors, and 10 to 12 food trucks with no two food trucks serving the same type of food. Get the details on these events and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, spell it out in fireworks to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.